Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. gentlemen monday night keith mcpherson on the fan my little late night sports desk everything's on the table but i know what we're really gonna talk about no not the empire state building that's cooked can we not like please don't mention it i'm sorry i even mentioned it it's, it's not that big and that was last night tonight we're probably gonna reflect on the weekend that was the nfc championship the afc championship just the NFL product in itself as we now wait two weeks until the Super Bowl. Out in Arizona, taking your calls tonight on everything you saw in the Niners-Eagles game as well as the Bengals-Chiefs game. I don't think anybody wants to talk about the Nets beating the Knicks nine times in a row, but the Nets get another win tonight. And the story around this game, obviously, LeBron is in town, AD as well. They were healthy Saturday night in Boston, but they got a game stolen from them. You know, these bogus NBA refs, they can't see, literally. So coming into this game, we get an announcement at 4.30 Sunday. LeBron ruled out, AD ruled out. Well, we know LeBron is up there in age, and we get it. And Anthony Data Davis just came back. They don't want to rush it and don't, you know. Don't want to waste it against the Brooklyn Nets. They can beat the Nets without. I don't even think that it was about winning or losing. I think it was simply this, right? It's a back-to-back. Brooklyn tonight. Madison Square Garden tomorrow. You can expect to see LeBron and AD at the world's most famous arena for other people to come in and do cool things and celebrate and put on a show and have a good time. So 
Expect for LeBron to drop 40 on the Knicks. AD will help out. And all of those Lakers fans that chose to go to Brooklyn tonight, I'm sorry. This is how the NBA is. Until they decide to shrink the schedule down to 70 games. Load managing has been upon us for almost a decade. And it's just the way of the league. These guys are not going to play every night. It's no more a competition of who can play an 82 game. Like, they're, they're not. And uh, if you paid to go see the Brooklyn Nets, at least you got to see Pat Bev cry tonight. Uh, you got to see a little Hachimura, Westbrook, Wenyan Gabriel. <laughs> and you saw the Nets get another win. And I know the Nets world was there. Our world, Nets world. Nets world is built, baby. Coming off that Saturday win, that was uh, pretty interesting, huh? I know you guys don't want to talk about that. Call me up if you do, 877-337-6666. We can go backwards to Saturday. We're definitely going to go backwards to Sunday, but if you want to go backwards to Saturday, Knicks, Nets, no, I, never mind. You know, let's keep it to tonight's game. So the Lakers come into town, and, you know, they're starting Thomas Bryan and Dennis Schroeder. The Nets, without KD, they're figuring out their way, and Ben Simmons... Without him as well, don't really need that guy. You might as well pack it up. There was a report out there from Christian Winfield that fans booed Ben Simmons on the big screen. <laughs> you know how they have little packages of uh, fun games and player intros and things just to pass the time? Fans booed him on the big screen. So might be a wrap for, for Ben. I don't know how, how he's going to come back from that, but they didn't need him. Uh, they didn't need him Saturday against the Knicks. They didn't need him tonight against the Lakers. It's good to see... Uh, other guys getting a chance to play. We'll we'll start with the guys that uh, don't usually get that much burn. Patty Mills. Patty Mills, 21 points. Appreciate it, bro. Patty Mills played a ton for the Nets last year. A uh, season high in minutes. And, you know, he doesn't get as much clock now, but he played 26 minutes tonight. He hit four seven threes. He shot well. We'll take that 21 points in a game like that. Dayron Sharp. And Cam Thomas on Talking Nets podcast today. I almost went in on these young guys because it's year two. And in the NBA, you're seeing guys coming in year one and year two and make an impact. And uh, these guys are drafted to make an impact. And they, uh, you know, haven't quite done that exactly. But I'm glad I didn't jump to any conclusions because tonight they did their thing a little bit. Dayron Sharp, 20 minutes. He had more rebounds than points. Eight points, 14 rebounds for that young man. Okay, I'll take it, right? These guys are learning. Cam Thomas is another one. He's supposed to be a bucket. He gets 21 points tonight coming off the bench. He plays 23 minutes. I'll take it. In a game like that where the stars are out, literally the stars are out, not not out, even though Michael B. Jordan and Selena Gomez and some other uh, influencer types were out there. Should I even be calling Selena Gomez and Michael B. Jordan influencers? They're not influencers. They were famous before. People got famous off social media. They'd be famous if they didn't have social media. Actor types. And uh, they were in the building. A lot of people were in the building to see this matchup. And like I said, hey, if you bought your tickets a month ago, right? I, I read that there was a kid from Puerto Rico that flew into New York to see LeBron in this game. And when they quoted him, he said, it is what it is. You know, I don't think fans are even upset about it anymore. You kind of enter at your own risk. It's not risk. It's just like... You buy a ticket at, at the risk of not seeing all the superstars play. Katie gets hurt. You know, LeBron, whatever. 
Nick Claxton, Kyrie, they've been leading the Brooklyn Nets. 38 minutes from Kyrie, 26 points. I was hoping that they could keep Kyrie's minutes down, but he still plays almost 40, gives us 26. Claxton, uh, not as much, you know, as as far as getting buckets, but still 12 rebounds, and uh, he's a beast in the paint. 14 points from Royce O'Neal. I'll take it. I'll take it. The Nets are trying to tread water without KD, and today we learned that KD said he'll be back a couple games before the All-Star break. So for me, I looked at the schedule, and I think Kevin Durant returns in Madison Square Garden Monday, February 13th, to face the Knicks, and then they'll host the Miami Heat at home, and then we go into the All-Star break. So that's all I've got on the Nets game. Basketball-wise, obviously the Knicks are off tonight, and like I said, they will host the Lakers tomorrow. Looking around the NBA, not too much that jumped out at me. I mean, Steph Curry goes off for 38, but that's regular for him against the Thunder. Nobody else had a really crazy night. I mean, Joel Embiid and the Sixers, I think, have won eight in a row. Embiid had 30, and, I mean, Embiid is on a mission this year. He's like, no no way can they give the MVP to Jokic three times. It's me. It's my turn. So they're hoping that he can pull that off. But it's quiet on the NBA front. This is New York. And as I listen to the radio today and I listen to everyone talk about what we saw this weekend, my angle was how does this apply to New York fans? How are Giants fans feeling watching the Niners-Eagles game? Kayvon Thibodeau weighed in. He said the way this game is looking, like we might be just as good as the Niners. No, 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 it's a different game. And that leads me into my conversation that we'll probably spend most of the time on tonight. That game was over as soon as Brock Purdy went down. They knocked him out of the game. And I tweeted out, well, Josh Johnson time. I'm about to get some things done around the house. Start the laundry, sweep and mop the floor, go through the closets, take inventory type of, type of day. Like, all right, what do we need to get at the grocery store? Because that game was over. I didn't need to be that locked into it. I watched it. I watched it. And what I'll tell you is this. The Eagles are a juggernaut. I wanted to believe they weren't. I know Giants fans wanted to believe that they weren't as good as their record showed this year. That's their best regular season record in franchise history. They did what they were supposed to do. You can hate it or love it or nothing in between. The Eagles are going back to the Super Bowl. And uh, before they knocked Brock Purdy out, Fred Warner, if you remember, Fred Warner went to make a tackle. And it looked like the way his head hit, that he had some type of neck injury. He steps out for a couple plays. He comes back in, but I knew he wasn't right. Fred Warner is the quarterback of their defense. So technically, you had the Niners quarterback go down on both sides of the ball. And Fred Warner stayed in the game, but he wasn't the same. And if you've ever played football, and I mean, you don't even have to play football. But when you're already down to your third, fourth quarterback, like, no one believes you can win. Even you don't believe you can win. Even with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Like, it doesn't matter because somebody has to run the offense. And Josh Johnson, not knocking the brother, I was happy that, you know, he did go in and complete some passes, that he did go in and make some plays. He's not the guy, right? He's a backup quarterback on a team that is down to Mr. Irrelevant. I think Nate Sudfield was even with the Niners. So this year they had Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nate Sudfield, 
Brock Purdy, and they get all the way to the Final Four. And Hassan Reddick, put some respect on that man's name. Hassan Reddick wrecks the game. He knocks this young man out of the game. That one hit changed the entire game. As soon as I saw his fingers snap like that, I said, oh, that's not good. The ligaments, that's his throwing arm. A torn UCL. And they're talking about this kid now missing time into next year. So how does that affect Jets fans? When I was on Friday night, I was trying to tell every Jets fan that your mind should be on Aaron Rodgers until they tell you not to, right? You should be thinking Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback until he's off the board or for whether he retires, gets traded somewhere else. And a couple people called up and they mentioned Trey Lance and they mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, Lance is still under contract, his rookie deal. They may try to retain Jimmy. If Jimmy likes being there, he might take another one-year deal because as of right now, Brock Purdy, who was undefeated until he got knocked out of that game, he's not going to be available. So any thoughts that we had of Brock Purdy being the starting quarterback for the Niners in the future, that's that's not a thing right now. Trey Lance is most likely their guy. And in this league, if the Niners know anything, they know you need at least two quarterbacks. So they might be trying to retain Jimmy and Trey Lance. I mean, looking at that game, talking about quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts I have a ton of respect for. I love that he's, you know, overcome so much and he was benched in the national championship. Uh, They consistently looked at him like he wasn't the guy. He's a second round pick. He said himself, he felt like they didn't even want him there when they drafted him. But look, he's a hard worker and that offense runs through him and literally runs through him. He did not impress me throwing the ball. There were open receivers that he couldn't hit, right? Even Devontae Smith, Bogus, NFL bogus. Like, I don't know what Kyle Shanahan and those guys were doing. You got to challenge that every single time. When a guy gets up banging his fist together, that's not a celebration. Immediately to me, I thought he meant like, like, let's go, let's go huddle up or get to the line. Like, you know, let's go, let's snap the next play. And they got one off not challenging a play. And it's bogus because the NFL shouldn't allow it. If you ever listen to me talk about the NFL, I say the NFL is bogus because the officiating lets things happen. We'll we'll get to that in a second with this Bengals and uh, Chiefs game. Jalen Hurts, I can't knock him, though. He missed a wide-open A.J. Brown. He missed Devontae Smith, but he's a winner. He's a leader, and those guys follow his lead, and they followed his lead all the way back to the Super Bowl. First time we're going to see two brothers in the Super Bowl. No, not the Kelsey brothers. Yes, the Kelsey brothers. But I'm talking about two brothers facing off as quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. You get Hurts and you get Mahomes. And I told y'all Friday, I changed my pick Friday in my opening. I played you the audio from the Cincinnati mayor. And I said, up, nope, they took it too far. They went from being the disrespected to disrespecting their opponent. And I thought that, you know, as soon as I heard the mayor coming in saying we need a paternity test to see if Joseph Lee Burrow is the father of Patrick Mahomes, I said, we know who Pat's father is. He played here. He played for the Mets. We know who Patrick Mahomes Sr. is. They took it too far. And the Chiefs took that personal. Burrow head, you have Chris Jones saying, don't you ever, ever, ever disrespect Arrowhead. Those guys have gone to five AFC championships in a row. Travis Kelsey going out of his way. He used the uh, the Rocks quotes, you know, 
know your role and shut your mouth. Jabroni and all of that on the mic. And even Patrick Mahomes Sr. was seen. He said, I'm smoking on that burrow pack as he was lighting up his cigar. You know, they took that stuff personally. So I, I, that's what swung it for me late. And honestly, in the beginning of the season on WFAN, when everybody's picking the Bills and putting their Super Bowl pick out there, I said, my pick is the Chiefs. They still have the best quarterback in the NFL. And they had him on one leg. And the way that game go- went, like it, it, it only went one way. It was always going his way. They were always going to win that game. And so I hear people talking about the refs. I'm like, Burrow had two interceptions. Like when I hear people talking about, oh, game shouldn't end on that. Like, what do you mean? The guy pushed him. He was in the white. He was out of bounds. That ended the game. It wasn't his fault. They didn't lose the game just on that play. But that did effectively end the game. And I was glad to see it end that way. I didn't want it to go over time. Because I was rooting for the Chiefs to kind of humble the Bengals. And I was rooting for Pat Mahomes to win and go back to another Super Bowl. I didn't want to see him limp through an overtime and lose. And then the narrative be, oh, well, this guy was really hurt. Now he's got two weeks to heal. And we wait. And everybody gets ready. Everybody heads to Arizona. And we prepare. And we look at every single thing. And we try and figure out. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Where we want to place our bets? Put your Super Bowl boxes in and uh, figure out your prop bets you want to hit on. It's a holiday to me. We should be off on Monday after it, but what are we going to do this weekend? Baseball, pinstripe pride event, American Dream, Yankees Legends, hosted by myself over there in New Jersey. If you like baseball, if you don't, then you probably don't care that we're this close away from pitchers and catchers reporting. If you want to sneak some baseball conversation in, I'm your Huckleberry, like Craig Carton says. I don't know why he says that all the time. I got to ask him the origin of that Huckleberry stuff. Anyway, keep McPherson on the fan. We're going to talk NFC Championship, AFC Championship. Not too much to report out of the NBA or MLB. I did see, you know, something that Islanders fans, I'm sure, are excited about. The Canucks trade their captain to the Islanders. Islanders fans... You know, after you had uh, lost 10 out of 11, I'm sure that's exactly what you needed. And I was looking at some stuff they were posting about Bo Horvat. Obviously, I'm new in the hockey world, but I'm like, pretty good pickup. Pretty good pickup for the aisle. So we've got all night. Well, not all night. We've got the next three hours or so. I'm on until 2 a.m., and then that'll carry over into the overnight. Keep McPherson on the fan. The number to dial is 877-337. A six of six and two more sixes. I'm right here. Let's talk through the sports tonight on The Fan. I got to take a break and I'll be right <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get back. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yo, yo, yo. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Um, <laughs> I know you guys are listening when I put something out there and then I get tweets on it. At Keith McPherson on the Twitter machine. If you tweet, if you even use that, I, I don't encourage that. Stay off Twitter. But uh, shout out to Alan Koss on Twitter at Alan AVK. He says, I'm your Huckleberry is from the movie Tombstone. It's a line set a few times by Doc Holliday played by Val Kilmer. Great movie. Still don't know what any of that means. Don't don't. I'm not familiar with uh, Tombstone, Doc Holliday. I know Val Kilmer from Batman, but that's about it. That's about it. But yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. If you want to sneak some baseball conversation in, it's getting close to time. And uh, you know, I said there's not much to report out of the NBA, but Paulie hit me with the hey, look at what Luke is doing. And then that game went final. So when I was last speaking, it wasn't over yet, and I was just looking over the games that were done, but. The Dallas Mavericks put up 111 points. <laughs> and Luka had 53 of them things. 53 points. Like, So I was just listening to KD's podcast, and KD is talking about how LeBron is going to break the record and you know how he kind of knew this was coming if he stayed healthy and if he wanted to play this many years, whatever, and who the next person in line to potentially, could, you know, that could do that. It would be Luca, but Luca has been asked about that, and Luca's like, I'm not playing that long. Like people also forget, Luca was pro at 16 overseas, so he's not playing till he's 38 over here, like LeBron. But uh, he's ridiculous, man. Like they get into some of these games where it's like, there's no way to stop him. Like, might as well not even try to double team this guy. Let's see what he actually did. Luca Doncic played 36 minutes tonight. He was 17 of 24. He hit five out of 11 threes. Yikes. This guy had eight rebounds, five assists, and 53 points. He was a plus eight. He just did what he had to do against the Pistons. I mean, it's the Pistons. The Pistons, you know nobody over there can check you, so why not get yours? Luka gets 53. Maybe maybe he doesn't have to play till 38 at, th- at this pace. Nah, at this pace, though, with LeBron. No one's catching LeBron because LeBron is already put out there. He wants to play until the sun comes in the NBA. He wants to win another title. Like, he wants to be on a good team. 
And uh, Knicks fans, you will get to see the king. LeBron James, you'll see the king tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden. Call me up if you want to talk about it, look into that game. The Nets beat the Lakers tonight without him. And, uh, I mean, for what I want to talk about and what I think we're going to talk about and the way the calls are going, it's still football. It's football Monday into Tuesday, and this is that long two-week wait before the Super Bowl. It's that long realization, like when Sunday comes and there's no football. I think there's going to be the Pro Bowl. Is like I don't know. The Pro Bowl, I don't know about you, but when I saw they were playing flag football, yeah, the Pro Bowl is Sunday at 3. I don't think I'm going to watch it. If, I, if I'm that beat, like I guess, I won't even be home. Um, why, like, why are we having professionals play flag football? I, I understand the safety part of it. It's just like they've been trying to reimagine the NFL Pro Bowl for a long time, and it was better when it was just in Hawaii and the guys went over there. But anywho, let's get to the phones. I don't want to waste any more time without talking to you guys. My guy, Young Josh, is out in Passaic. He's first up on the fan. What's up, kid? Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good, man. Glad to uh, get this little Monday night conversation in on the weekend and what was. I told, I'm, honestly, I still think that if the Niners still had Purdy, they would have won. Because at the end of the, uh, the first half, Johnson had a fumble, which ended up in the Eagles touchdown. And once they pretty much lost all their confidence, they had penalty by the punt that gave the Eagles back the ball and lost another 15 yards when they hit Hurts out of bounds. And those plays ended up giving the Eagles much more points. But that, that honestly, I think Purdy in probably would have won. I don't think they would have won, but let me, let me tell you why. Uh, so, I mean, with Purdy... He did start off four for four, and they knocked him out so early in that game. But, like, this Eagles defense is for real, and I just think that they would have been able to go toe-to-toe with him. I still think they would have won. It just would have been a better game for us to watch. I didn't even bet the game because I just knew. I'm like, the Eagles are going to win, and it's going to be a weird game. Like, I don't think there's enough props and touchdowns and yards to even bet. Um, But with Brock Purdy being knocked out of the game, it, it literally changed the entire story of the game. I, like, I don't know what anyone thought, but Josh John, Josh Johnson is a practice quarterback. You can't really run your offense with him. I was surprised that he completed seven passes, but then they knocked him out of the game, too. And then you got uh, Christian McCaffrey, who was, you know, playing hard because he doesn't know when he's going to get back to an NFC championship. He was trying to go to the Super Bowl, and you just can't run your offense, and morale is down, and you can just see it on these guys' faces, even in the huddle. It's like... You're running your offense in the NFC Championship with Josh Johnson. Just terrible luck. And I don't think they were going to win that game with Purdy, but they would have been in it. The Eagles' defense is disgusting. And I think that's like that's where we need to start focusing in on like the monsters that they have on this defense. I started off with Hassan Reddick because I just have learned more about his story this year. He's a South Jersey kid coming out of like Camden area. He went to Temple. He was drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. They tried to change his position. He's played a bunch of different positions, like running back, safety in high school, college. He's really a defensive end. And, you know, going to school at Temple, the writing was just on the wall. Universe never unconnects. He ends up on the Philadelphia Eagles and a big part of sending them to the Super Bowl, man. They've got beast on this defense. And Dominican Sue, we forgot about. You know, he doesn't even get that many reps, but he's making his presence felt. Their D-line is is really stupid. Like, I don't think they would have been able – I just don't think the Niners would have been able to beat them, even with Brock Purdy. It was only a matter of time until they got to him, and they got to him fast. Yeah, because when you look at the Eagles roster, there's three offensive linemen in the pro ball. 
three defensive line with 11 plus sacks. And as a Giants, I was hoping to, when I watch the Super Bowl to stay neutral. Now I have to go for the Chiefs. Yeah, definitely root for the Chiefs in the Andy Reid Bowl. Uh, definitely root for the Chiefs because I don't think the city of Philadelphia can actually handle another Super Bowl, and I don't want to hear it. I'm tired of it. I'm good. I grew up thinking that they'd never win a Super Bowl, and the fact that they're in two and six years, <laughs> Philadelphia, I just want to see them lose a Super Bowl like they lost the World Series so they can just be in misery. One's on yeah. the clock. That's my wish. I would hope for that too, Keith. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, Josh. I mean, I'm just putting respect on the Eagles, right? We can try to say, oh, this would have happened, this would have happened. No, nah, they've got some monsters. Josh Sweat up front, uh, Brandon Graham, and I know he's a little older. He's not really making that impact. Like Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, these guys, like, they have guys that have been there for both runs, you know. They have guys that are on the offensive and defensive line that even if they're not what they once were, they're leaders. And... uh They've just got enough bodies on defense, right? Like this, this matchup we're about to see is the you know best, the best offense, the number one offense versus the number three defense. And I mean the Eagles are the number two offense, but with Jalen Hurts, I just don't think he's a good enough thrower of the ball. Or maybe he didn't have it yesterday. I don't know. There were some passes where I'm like, this guy's got to hit AJ Brown. He's got to hit his open receivers. And that's the only weakness I can really see with them. Running the ball, he can run it. Miles Sanders can run it. Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell. But when they get in the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is always about who makes the throw. Giants fans will tell you all about throws that Eli made. Like, if you don't make the throws, that's the difference in the game. And Mahomes had some throws that he missed, and it was like you could you could tell it was because he was hobbled. He was really on one leg. He was about 50%. He's going to ice up over the next two weeks, be 80%, 90% going into the Super Bowl. He's been there a couple times. The adrenaline's going to kick in. He's going to be fine. And, I mean, he was good enough to make the play uh, to literally decide the game with his feet. You know, he was able to run, get the first down, get out of bounds, and uh, get, draw the penalty. So he, he put the team on his back. He did what he had to do. But I do fear this Eagles defense getting to him, not so much because I'm worried about his ankle. I just think they're going to make it a long day. It's on Andy Reid. It's the Andy Reid Bowl. He's got to stop his own team, his former team. He's got to stop his former team from winning the Super Bowl. And I think he can. I think he's already watching film. I think they're already plotting and planning, but it's just going to be talent versus talent. And I think the Eagles are just stacked, man. Their defense is scary. And the, the Niners' defense is scary. The Niners' defense didn't show up. Why didn't they show up? Because they knew they, were, they didn't have a chance, Right. Then I keep hearing all these people talking about the Niners' defense uh, could have done better, and you know if they had Brock Purdy. Well, if 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 it's not the NFL, what happened happened. Part of the game is injuries. Part of the game is being knocked out of the game. You can't continue. Josh Johnson gets concussed or knocked out of the game, or whatever, and they're really cooked. They had nothing. Purdy had to come back in the game, and it wasn't like he had heroics. It wasn't like he was going to come in and throw on that arm. He can't torn UCL. They say he's out six months. So the the Eagles are a monster. And you know what? They're doing it the right way. Second-year head coach, second-year quarterback on a rookie deal. They're able to bring in an A.J. Brown. They're able to bring in a James Bradbury. They're able to trade for C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Uh, they brought Darius Slay in a couple seasons ago. 
They drafted well. They draft a Heisman Trophy winner in Devontae Smith. And uh, they're stacked. They're stacked on both sides of the ball. And most importantly, they're stacked in in the trenches with Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey. The, the, like, I just keep looking at the Eagles, and we can't deny it. We we just got to gotta give it up sometimes. Tip your cap. Like, they have built a good team. They're healthy. They have a ridiculous roster. And they're they're probably going to win the Super Bowl. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. But when you're just going talent on talent and you get that many beasts in a game, they're probably going to win the Super Bowl. Now, that that second game, the AFC Championship game, it was the most bogus game ever. And I heard Pat McAfee talking about the officiating. Yeah, well, like I, I think I told you guys. Not I think I know. I've been saying this because it's been my thing for years. Pat McAfee said on his show, they go back to 2018 talking about the officiating. I know I go back to... 2017, maybe 16, 15 beyond calling it NFL bogus, hashtag NFL bogus, because I scrubbed my Twitter account of all NFL criticism when I interviewed there in 2018. I was like, oh, this is not going to be good if Roger sees this. I should probably take this down. I wish I kept it up because every Sunday I would watch games or Red Zone, and every time something bogus happened, I would document it on my Twitter account. Like, that was, nope, that's, that's, not, that's not a catch. That's pass interference. That was a hold. That was whatever. That's rough in the passer. Oh, come on. That's not rough in the passer. The officiating is trash. There was a point in the game where it was 39 three times. And they have to zoom out to the sky cam to show you the ref running on the field. Well, if if we can't see it, I, I don't know. I just felt like, you know, the game didn't come down to the refs, but there was a lot of bogus calls in that game that changed the flow of the game and when you change the flow of the game, you literally change a football game. That's momentum. Um, that's There's a bunch of different things. And, you know, I, I think it serves the Bengals right. Like I said, I wanted them to be humbled. Uh, I thought they took it way too far. And they went from, oh, feeling disrespected that, you know, uh, the neutral site game they were selling tickets to. And uh, everybody thought the Bills were whatever they were. But. They crossed the line, and I spoke about it Friday. I think that we're just in this digital internet age where, you know, we're looking at young football players. This past weekend, that was the youngest group of quarterbacks to ever play in the conference championship weekend. That means the NFL is in a good place. All right, we're finally over Tom Brady and you know, Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger and, like, some of the same guys we always saw. But at the same time, these young guys that they play with, they don't get it. They – they go out there on the field and, like, they don't realize, like, all that trolling, all that internet stuff, all of those things that you thought were funny to get likes and retweets. Well, there's guys in that other locker room that are taking that dead serious. <laughs> there's guys in that other locker room that, like, you don't want to motivate your opponent. I, I always remember Kevin Durant saying, um, like, last year, Bruce Brown came out and started talking. He's from Boston, so the Nets are matched up against the Celtics. After the game where they beat the Cavs to get into the you know actual playoffs from the play-in, Bruce Brown's talking big on the mic, and he's not even that guy. If you're not that guy, you shouldn't be talking so much. Like Eli Apple, who was trolling, and look at Eli Apple in that game. He had a hold and um, some other things go on. But I always remember Bruce Brown talking about Robert Williams. Oh, the Celtics don't have Robert Williams. We know where we can attack them. They're going to be weak in the paint. And he basically talked Al Horford into turning back the clock. And other players on the Celtics like, oh, really? That's what you think? Like, you don't want to add any fuel to these guys that are already fueled up to try and go to the Super Bowl. So that's exactly what the Bengals did, in my opinion. 
They got too ahead of themselves. They they uh, they poked the bear, and you had to go enter the bear's den. Like I said on the on the show Friday, how do you think they're going to be treated in their hotel and in the city? Like now you cross the line, you cross a few lines, and the Chiefs ended up winning that game, and that's how their season ends. You know, when you look at the penalties and how bogus the penalties are, yeah, there's a big difference. There was nine penalties for seventy one yards on the Bengals, only four penalties for fifty five yards. On the Chiefs, Joe Burrow is supposed to be this cold-blooded guy. Well, Burrow threw two picks, and he had his opportunities late, and he couldn't come through. And they showed him trying to motivate his offensive linemen. They showed him trying to, like, talk to his offensive linemen and get them ready for the next possession. But whatever. Like, at the same time, it's like none of that matters when you get on the field. You got to take advantage of every possession. And if you don't, you got to beat the refs. And you got to beat the fans. And, of course, you got to beat the guys in front of you. I, I thought I was perfectly fine with the way that the game ended. Like I said, I didn't want to see any overtime. Chiefs win. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan taking your calls. And, uh, you know, obviously the Nets were on tonight. Brooklyn Nets radio was on before I was. So if you want to talk NBA, if you want to talk basketball, it's wide open. But I know Knicks fans are, you know, kind of keeping quiet. Because Saturday was rough. Saturday was the day that you thought you were going to beat the Nets. And I know what it's like when a team owns your team, right? I know what it's like when you just can't beat a team. Like, you know, look at the, like, Eagles and the Giants. It's like, man, like, the rivalry is is it's not a rivalry when you feel like you're getting dominated. You want to beat the team so bad and you just can't. And I know that's got to be super irritating for Knicks fans that, like, watch the Knicks over the last three years lose to the Nets, and it's like you just can't beat them. No KD, no Ben Simmons. You're thinking, all right, it's just Kyrie. We should be able to get one. We just beat the Celtics. Julius Randle is dropping 30 every game. Well, he didn't do that Saturday. It's tough. It's tough. It's like a weird future we're in, right? It's actually the future that Nets fans had hoped for somewhat. Um, The last argument that Knicks fans have is, oh, you haven't won anything. Well, neither have you. But this Nets world has been built. I guess it took 10 years. But the last three years out of ten, the Knicks haven't beat Brooklyn. They are the Boo York Icks. They are the Boo York Icks. <laughs> Eight seven seven the three Boo three York seven. Icks. That, that, that's what we're doing tonight. I'm just, that, you know, I, that, that's what we're doing tonight. It's too easy, bro. I just try to stir the pot a little bit, get some Knicks fans to call up, we spice up the show a little bit. You know what's crazy about like sports and athletes? About how like words can motivate a person more than just, like, whining to get to the next level. MJ, the last like, dance. Like, words. And I took that personal. Words motivate. It's like Mahomes and Kelsey didn't want to get to the Super Bowl t- to, like, an 85% level. But the Cincinnati mayor doing what he did got that to a 95% level just to, like, like, just to prove a point. Back spasms for Travis Kelsey that week? I didn't mention it Friday. I didn't mention it once because it didn't matter. Nothing. He's on the he's on the injury report. So what? You think he's leaving his boy Mahomes out there? He's playing. 100%. We all watched Arden Key, the way that he came down on Mahomes' leg, snapped this man's leg. He's playing. No, he's right. And again, like it's insane that that, that he's playing on a high ankle sprain like that. And we know what we know what he got what happened. He got shot up with probably like horse steroids, and which it is what it is. Take tape it, him up. Take take do what you got to do. To a get quarter zone shot will do. Uh, I played football in high school. I sprained my ankle. I came out of the game. I popped literally like five Advils through the second half. Played on it. 
The next week, I had to play on a Friday night. Before that, I went to a podiatrist, foot doctor. They shot me up with cortisone, so I couldn't feel it. I've had the cortisone shot in the ankle before. It hurts like hell when it wears off. It's not not fun. Uh, Especially, I think my first cortisone shot, I was like 15 or 16, and that first burst of like pain, like after that wears off, it's like, woo. Yeah, I'll never forget that. I like, I mean, we won, but I remember being at home in the bed like this was not worth it. <laughs> it hurts. And it's like, you just, you just, you know, you went out there. I remember going out there, taped up, shot up, and I'm like, oh, I'm back, baby. Like, I'm good. I don't feel it. Yeah. Okay. Wait. You're going to run on it. Those ligaments are going to stretch out a little bit more. You're not feeling the pain now. But then when you do come down and you're not on a Boom. field and you're in a dark room by yourself, that. That that hurts, and I also don't know what the NFL is supposed to do with the officiating and the calls. Like the only thing I think they should do, they can do is after every play you wait thirty seconds, and the and the ref doesn't make a call unless it's like blatant, and then the eye in the sky and the all twenty two they get a buzzer, but you have to wait thirty seconds. Like every play, the game's going to take four and a half hours, but that's the only thing you can do. It's fine, get it right. So it's so that's the point. Would would the would the public, with the viewing public of the NFL, be okay with essentially having 30 seconds of dead ball after every play, and then the play clock stops. Just get it right. That's why we have instant replay. That's why we have challenges. We want it to be fair, and there is no real fair, but we want it to be right. Like, Devontae Smith didn't catch the ball. You shouldn't be no, able to trick. No, but it's trick. also a great job by him noticing that. Like, that's as football. Soon, as soon as he that, – that's using his brain, which that's is a football. great job by get him. Get up yep. and run the next play. Get up, run the – but Kyle Shanahan, come on, bro. You got to challenge that. This kid got up and was throwing his well, feet together. Really, honestly, that the, wasn't a celebration like I'm the man. I got was, it. That I was like the San Francisco coaches looking like in the box because they have to because he's on the other side of the field. He's not seeing that. More, more came out that. today that they're waiting on the television, right? They have the tel- but like it's like we saw that as soon as he did that. I told yeah, I told that was a sign of I like with, I didn't actually I didn't complete that. the catch. Get together. Yep. Snap the ball, but they can't be on the sidelines. You're there. You're watching. Nobody saw that ball move. React to it. It's so early in the game. Throw the challenge. And I I have a solution, and Pat McAfee alluded to this, and I'm telling you, I've been on this NFL bogus trail for years now. I played football. I watched football from the time I was a little kid to now, and there's been so many years where I'm like, that's bogus to the point where I didn't even want to watch the rest of the game because of one play or one bad call, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it after this break. Let's hit it. Manning takes the knee, and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17-14. to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. back. 101.9 FM, your nighttime host, Keith McPherson, talking sports on the fan. Join me, 877-337-6666. So I had to go look at some Lucas stuff to see, like, all right, what was he up to? And it fits with the theme tonight. Stop talking so much. They were talking to him. They were chirping him. And after the game, he said their assistant coaches were chirping in the first quarter. And then he was quoted by saying, <laughs> I love it. It's great. The NBA is hilarious. He said, if they're going to chirp, I'm going to chirp back. I ain't scared. 
53 points later, that's when they realize they messed up. I mean, Luka is an MVP in this league. He's a guy that every year is at the top for you to bet on as MVP. He'll get there eventually, but he's got to win. It's a regular season award, and, you know, I was already talking about Embiid, and Embiid has wanted it the last couple years and felt like he should have got it last year. I think he's going to get it this year because we've seen a pattern of, you know, Giannis win it twice, Steph win it twice. If Jokic wins wins for a third year, like, the thing is now, you know, Jokic has his boy Jamal Murray back. They might be a better team this year than they've been, and Jokic dominates the NBA. So if he's the MVP, he's the MVP. We'll see what happens with Joel Embiid and the Sixers. My guy AJ is out there in Denver. What's up, AJ? You're on the fan. <laughs> hey, what's going on? I was going to actually ask you about the uh, the race to uh, MVP because you know I'm a Nuggets fan and all, so I want your words uh Want to hear your words and see what's your thought process? Yeah, it turns I, up to your families, my uh, my man. You too, bro. Appreciate you, man, and thanks for calling in. Uh, <laughs> in the NBA, like you know, they put out the MVP ladder and the power rankings, and it doesn't matter until you know we get later in the season. But at the top, it's Jokic and it's Embiid. It sucks. KD was up there, uh, but then he got hurt. Giannis is always going to be in that conversation. Luka's always going to be in that conversation. A dark horse is Jason Tatum leading the Celtics. They've kind of faltered as of late. I really think it's a two-man race. I think it's Jokic and Embiid, and it depends on who's staying healthy. I mean, Jokic is usually available. Uh, Embiid has to stay healthy to win it. And it, it's a it's a team award, too. I know it's, it's really a regular season uh, individual performance award, but both of their teams are at the top of the standings, like, I think that either one can win it, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that Jokic can't win because it would be his third time in a row. Uh, I think I was looking it up. Moses Malone, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, and Larry Bird are the only three-time winners. But, like, Jokic is like that. You get to see him over there at Ball Arena, and, like, if the guy <laughs> yeah. wins it, he wins it. You can't say that he's not MVP if he keeps putting up the numbers and the team is getting wins. Even when he does not play, the, the team just blows out other teams. It's unbelievable. And with the triple-double uh, stats, it's un, it's unreal. He's averaging, what, 9.9 assists? That's insane to me. Absolutely insane. Yeah, he just the game is easy for him. All facets of it. Scoring the ball, distributing the ball, getting the ball off rebounds. He's got it down. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if Embiid is going to be able to get up there and and dethrone him. He's the back-to-back MVP. It's his award until he's not playing at that level. And like you said, the Nuggets team around him, they're getting it done. Like, Jamal Murray being back is huge. Michael Porter Jr., that Bones Highland kid. They have KCP. KCP looks good. He looks better out there with them than he did with the Lakers when they won it. My boy Bruce Brown, who I was just speaking about, is out there. Um, You know, they've they've got a squad. uh, Being in that clubhouse, too. If you think about it, who's in that clubhouse? That's a great clubhouse person to have. Who's that? He's out there. Yeah, uh, DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Oh, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I got no love yeah. for for DeAndre Jordan, but he's a good guy. He's not a good player, but he's definitely a good guy and yeah. a veteran. Um, they they have the right nucleus for sure out there in Denver. We'll see. They just got to keep going. I think they can come out of the West. To be honest with you, they're they're in first place. They're thirty four and sixteen. And uh, John Moran and some of these other teams, I I don't know. I think this is the year uh, we see Jamal Murray show what he showed in the bubble, like him with 
Jokic, like they're trying to get to the NBA Finals. And if they do, I know it's a regular season award, then three-time MVP, Jokic is your MVP again. It's, 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 I love just watching that game on Saturday. That was one of the best games I've watched. Even though my team lost, I still respected the game. It was a great game, game, and then you get the... You get the head-to-head matchup between these two guys. Goes to Embiid. Right. You got Little Dicky in the stands. You got, uh, you know, you got Kevin Hart. You got all these celebrities there before the Eagles game. Yeah. They all tied together. They Hate to say it. Philly there. is super lit right now. They've got everybody from Allen Iverson to Donovan McNabb. Lil Uzi walked the team out. Obviously, Meek Mill is there. Lil Baby is there. Like, everybody was in Philly this weekend from Thursday when the Nets played there to Saturday when the Nuggets played there and, of course, Sunday uh, when they went to the Super Bowl. I'm jealous. I, I got no How love for South Jersey and those fake Bowl. Philadelphians. <laughs> How long are they going to go grease the poles in Philadelphia for people climbing up there and crashing through the, these bus uh, The next two weeks, in, uh, they're the prepping. Bus. They're prepping. You see the viral video of these people standing <laughs> on the bus stop and they caved in like they're going to destroy the city. <laughs> They're gonna destroy that place if they win another Super Bowl. It's it's, it's unreal. I, I mean, I, I don't know what team I'm gonna pick for, but I'm just gonna go after first touchdown bets and go from there. That's a smart way to play, <laughs> AJ. Thanks for the call, bro. Appreciate yeah, you, man. Thank you, my man. And uh, prayers up. Prayers up to you as well, bro. I'll talk to you. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, Philadelphia from the MVP conversation to Philadelphia. Like, if you don't remember Philadelphia burning their city down after the first one. Like, good for them. I don't know. Philadelphia is different. Like, there was a viral video of them throwing eggs at, like, the bus and, like, different fans. I was watching that video. I showed my wife. I'm like, could you imagine being at Lincoln Financial Field just minding your business wearing an opposing jersey and you get hit by an egg? They take it too far. They always cross the line down there in Philadelphia. But they don't cross the line of disrespecting their opponents. They don't say anything. They just go out there and play. I think that's the theme tonight. We've already talked about that in a couple different spots. These are the best of the best. These are the top athletes in their profession, in their sport. Do not give them that little bit of motivation to knock you off. I bet you everybody these next two weeks keeps it super quiet and respectful. Andy Reid, obviously, with his old team. Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, Brotherly love, the city of brotherly I bet you everything is cool. Maybe until we get to media day. Maybe somebody will slip and say something on media day. But there's just no reason to put that battery in the back of your opponent. If you want to win, just be quiet. Let your let your play do the talking. Now, I said earlier, like, I feel like these games, you know, you should watch as a fan and think about your team, right? We all want to win the Super Bowl. We all want our team to win the Super Bowl. And honestly, right now, I don't know if the Eagles will necessarily be back, but... Uh, all things point to the Chiefs, you know, holding their spot down. If you're a Jets fan, that's who you got to beat. And Joe Burrow. And some of the other teams, you know. Justin Herbert just got Kellen Moore as his offensive coordinator. Who knows what that might do for him. Uh, the Chargers will be back in it. Expect Calvin Ridley to join Trevor Lawrence. And expect Doug Peterson to take a step forward with his team next year. Joe Burrow and them, they're going to be a different team, but they're not going anywhere. Like, for Jets fans, I heard a lot of conversation about Aaron Rodgers today again. Yeah, because if you think you're going to compete and go to Arrowhead and knock off Pat Mahomes, you're you're not doing that with Jimmy G. You're not doing that with uh, Gardner Minshew. You need to go get Aaron Rodgers. 
Matt is down in Tom's River on the fan. What's up, Matt? What up, Keith? Hey, listen, off of what you just said, uh, the Jets have the same old philosophy going after these old quarterbacks, and uh, they don't seem to be figuring it out. They put all this money to these quarterbacks and end up not working out. And, uh, you know, after 32 years, they're not winning a Super Bowl. I'm getting kind of tired of this. What do you think about the team having to get new ownership? I mean, yeah, we've all been thinking about that. Like, I just don't think it's ever going to happen. But, I mean, a new ownership would be great. New ownership would would change everything. And I think everything starts from the top down, right? It starts with ownership. And then it goes to the GM. Then it goes to the coaches. Woody's not selling the team, though. Woody's he's back in town. He's popping up. And I bet you he's making stuff shake. I think he had a big part in what happened in the postseason. Um, not postseason, but, like, you know, once the season was over and the playoffs started – and, you know, LaFleur got out of here. I think he stepped in. And, and, like, even you heard Robert Sala change his tune. Robert Sala this whole time has been in Zach Wilson's corner talking about Zach as if they're attached at the hip through hell or high water. You know, this is a guy that completed 18 out of 18 passes in a bowl game. When we last saw Robert Sala, he said, we're committed to finding a veteran quarterback. That's it. Now what he's saying, hey, I got the money to pay for Aaron Rodgers. We have some talent. We were ahead of schedule. We we tried to draft Sam Darnold. That didn't work. We tried to draft Zach Wilson. That was a disaster. We got to go back and do it this way, right? So, I mean, as a fan, you're saying going the old quarterback route, it doesn't work. Well, trying to draft one doesn't work either. And if you're looking at this past weekend, there was a number one overall pick versus a quarterback that they traded up to number 10 overall to get. There was Mr. Irrelevant at 264 versus a second-round quarterback that was taken uh, after Jordan Love, right? It's just about going out and getting the guy that you think is going to fit in your system and play well, and they, they've missed on that. And I don't think they have time to really wait on Zach Wilson. It's now or never, especially with this coaching staff kind of being on thin ice. Yeah, I hear you. But what about thinking about – Putting more money into like the the guys in the trenches, you know the O line, the D line. Absolutely, and, you're not you know, going anywhere if you can't do it up that. front. Yeah, and they they have they have to repair that offensive line. I think they're a little better on the defensive side. Uh, maybe if they want to go buy a, a left tackle or something like that. Yeah, but it's the quarterback position. You like you need a solid quarterback or or forget about everything. Thanks for the call, Matt. We got to take a break here. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Taking your calls and talking through the sports. Keith McPherson on the fan. Right back after this. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Moving right along here. Hello. KM to 2 AM. Something like that. Keith McPherson on the fan talking sports coming off of championship weekend. It is depressing, man. I love football. I need football. It's part of my weekly thing, right? I I need to place bets. I need to cash out. And it's funny. I was on air all season and I was feeling like down about my bets. I was losing. I think I just put too many different bets in on different games. I'm a red zone guy. I'll have red zone on the TV and then I'll watch, you know, Jets or Giants. I hated that the Jets and Giants are always on at the same time, like on my MacBook to the side. But I like watching Red Zone to try and, you know, keep up with fantasy and my bets. And I was striking out. I was on air all, all season telling y'all, I'm like, 
Not proud of how much money I sank into FanDuel through, you know, 18 weeks of the season. Well, I'm here to tell you I made it all back. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. We're good. We're good. See, you can't quit on yourself. You got to know when to hold them. You got to know, like, you got to know when you're absolutely cooked, right? I could have looked at week 18 and said, all right, I'm done, man. That's a, that's too big of a loss. My wife didn't know about it, so we were all good. And I kept betting. And then wild card weekend, I went crazy. I went on a heater. And then the divisional round, I cooled off a little bit, but I hit on, like, you know, Boston Scott anytime touchdown money parlay. That's easy money. You know he's going to score against the Giants. Uh, Dallas Goddard first touchdown and then also bet the first touchdown money parlay. The tight ends were eating. I think Dalton Schultz, Kittle, Kelsey, like it was one week they all scored. So I knew to go there. And then uh, I lucked into one this past weekend. I couldn't find enough bets that I liked. Nothing I felt confident in. No parlays that I thought were strong and I, I know not to bet the Eagles. One, because I hate the Eagles. Two, because I have bet them in the past and they've like not covered or let me down. Or their offense is weird. Like, you know, they're not going to throw for that many yards. Or AJ Brown might not go off, or he might. So I just, you know, sat this one out. And then uh, shout out to my boy Jay Schmeez, Joe Schmeezy, out there in East Rutherford. He calls the fans sometimes. He hits me up this morning. And he's like, bro, nice hit. Congrats. And I'm thinking he's talking about my picks on air because I'm like, I think I went three out of four. Friday, I said I'm taking the Eagles in the under and the Chiefs in the over. I was like, Eagles under hit, Chiefs won, um, money line or whatever. But, you know, the score went went way under. and uh, Or not way under, went under. And he, he didn't know what I was talking about. He thought I was, you know, he's like, all right, he just didn't even respond. And then I get the notification. I check my Venmo. I'm like, bro, I completely forgot. We had a like a bracket pool. $26 to enter. Fill out the bracket each round. Who you think's gonna advance to the Super Bowl? <laughs> Your boy won. Five Hundo. I'll take that. Let me get that five hundo that I wouldn't have known I was gonna win. You could have sent it to anyone else and I wouldn't have chased it down. I, I com- completely forgot about it. But it went all chalk this year. It was pretty easy to fill out a bracket and look at it and say who's going to win. Anywho, let's take this last call before we go to the break. Do I have time for one? I think I got time for one. Matt is in Lakewood, New Jersey on the fan. Go for it, Matt. Yeah, uh, what's up, Keith? What up, what up, what up? Yeah, I guess I got three questions for you, all right? Okay. Right, so my first question is, should the Jets get Aaron Rodgers or are they just doomed to fail? Yeah, they. I and mean, my if, second if question, that's, yes, 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 yes. Go ahead. Yeah, and my second question is: I was just having a huge argument with my friend. Who do you think is the better looking of two quarterbacks, out of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers? We're just making some some Favre and Aaron Rodgers um, comps. Who, who that was the second question, and the third question. So, what's your opinion on that? And also, the third question is: What do you think of the of the Jets flashing the the green and the green and white on the on the top of the Empire State Building. I got you, man. <laughs> um, I never actually thought about who's better looking between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers definitely has a better dating resume. So I think the chicks dig Aaron Rodgers over Brett Favre. If you remember correctly, Favre was sending pictures 
of his you know what to people that weren't asking for him. So he's not that's not P. That's not player. He's not the uh ladies man out here. And Brett Favre, you know, Brett Favre, I think, um is like 10, 15 years older than Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers wins that one if I have to give an answer. And last but not least, yeah, you know, we we gotta talk about the Empire State Building. Bro, um <laughs> that that's what I replied on Twitter with. You know, they're they're like fly Eagles fly. We're making the colors green and white for the Eagles. I said, No, you're not. Those are the Jets colors. Not so fast. You're just using the Jets colors to troll. And I I, I didn't go outside, but I wanted to go outside from my roof to try and look at the Empire State, but I didn't care that much. But I'm like, is this a troll thing just for Twitter? And then other people confirmed. Whatever. It does not matter, yo. This is New York City. It's marketing. It's business. It's like something that they reserved and agreed upon a long time ago. It's bigger than our local sports. It's bigger than our local fandom. They were celebrating who went to the Super Bowl regardless. I guess they're just running out of things. Like, I, I don't know. I, like, that conversation was exhausted online and on air in the last 24 hours. I'm good on it. Let's take this break. Let's switch studios. I'll see you on the other side. As we proceed, it's going to be Tuesday, January 31st, the last day of the month. And before I switch and sign off, I got to send a happy birthday to my big bro up top. Appreciate you, Sean. We did it. We're all the way on. Keep Keep McPherson. I'm Sean's little brother on the fan. I'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.